You want me to do this again? Alright. Black Rabbit here. You know, it's funny how in life people will sneak their way through the shadows and get close to your heart and become your friends. And it's strange how life gets in the way and take them away from you. This week, we finally get to say goodbye to two of our closest friends, something we had tried so desperately to do beforehand. But it always seems no matter what we do, this darkness, this necromancy gets in the way. So, sit tight with us as we once again fight against the darkness and finally get to say goodbye to two of our closest friends. In episode 26, The Send-Off. Adventurers, grab your weapons, but first, kiss your kin. Episode 26, everybody. Woo! Yay, this is fun. (laughs) I am also having fun, Robert. (laughs) Episode 26. We're uh, joined with the usual crew, minus one. Our dear old Renego is missing this week. So is Neil. That's weird, eh? That's Mm. super weird. (laughs) It is. To my left, we have... Uh, This is Dwayne playing Golden Axe. To his left. (laughs) Followed by... I'm Tash playing Saloran. Hi. Of Hi, course, across the table, we have. Hey, this is uh, Kyle playing Gemini. Um, I'm gonna try not to fall asleep tonight. Nice. Of course. Finally. Oh, this is uh, Flynnpin playing Gavin. <sighs> All right, and finally we have <laughs> uh, Gavin playing Flynnpin Bronze Gear. Perfect, and I'm of course Rob, your GM, and we're gonna be jumping right back into this fight. With a bone dragon aboard a rickety old ship inside of a cave with a storm raging outside. I'm inside the bone dragon, right? You're, no, you're on the ground. It what? ate you. You fell through you a cage. No, but I said, can I climb into Like, I wanted to climb into the bone dragon. So you're like, in a bone in? dragon on a boat in a cave. I think there's like a song At the about bottom this. of the sea. Oh, I think <laughs> I remember you climbing up the back of it. I don't think you're inside. Did you climb inside of it? Yeah, I said I want to try to climb inside of it. Sweet. Okay. I grow a tree, you. apparently. Grow a tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, we left off on the dragon's turn. That's all I remember. Oh, sure, Rob. Sure, yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, the end of its turn. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon had just finished engulfing Flintpin and eating him, trying to breathe flame or acid all over everyone. Of course, having no flesh or glands was not able to. Its head arched back and forth, and then it reared up. Flintpin climbing up into its ribcage as Golden Axe shot a barrage of crossbow bolts at it. 
Saldrin firing off his magic, and Gemini, I believe, huffed her boomerang at it. Mm-hmm. Renego coming in with his two daggers, striking out at it fiercely. Geoff stepping out of the cabin and seeing this thing for the first time, and Black Rabbit pulling out her blade, ready for action. The large dragon arches back and swipes out with its tail towards the group of you. I need reflex saves across the group. I'm going to roll for Renego. Except for Flint Pink, because I'm inside his cage. Yeah. What's reflex again? Dexterity. Dexterity. Right. I know, it's a 3.5 thing. I'll get there eventually. Maybe. Probably not. 13. 13. 8. 8. 7. 7. Flintpin is not needing the roll. And yeah. Renego rolled a natural 20. Oh! But I need two more dice rolls. Okay. This tail crashes into both Golden Axe and Salarin. For nine points of damage, as you're both knocked prone, spending half your movement to get up on your turn. Renego rushes forward, driving his blades into the creature once more. One hits for not very much damage. Golden Axe, you're up. Okay, uh, so I'm knocked prone. How close am I to this dragon? I think you're about 30 feet back. I'm about 33 feet back. Yeah, um, leap to the middle of the deck or crawl down. Okay, yeah. so if I'm 30 feet back, I'm going to fire off uh, a few more crossbows at this thing. Sure. Um, and uh, what are the chances of actually hitting it in the head? Um, you can fire with disadvantage to target any point, or if you just fire blindly, you can not worry about that. Okay, I'm going to fire blindly and not worry about that. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to throw two. I'm going to throw two bolts. I'm going to smite two bolts. Okay. Um, and these will be uh, level one spell. Nice smite. So I've got a 2 and an 11. So with my... Plus 6. So it would be 16, yeah, 16, 17 and 8. All right, you'll get one hit. All right. So with one hit, I am uh, 1d6. And uh, with a smite, I take a d8. Uh, 2d8. Perfect. Let's do some damage. Uh, 6, 11, 12, 13. All right, um, everyone watches his golden axe. Fires back and charges these two radiant bolts. Yes. Uh, 13, 14, 15, 16 because of the... Okay. Uh, your dexterity, but I don't know if you get that on your offhand attack. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. So, so what was the total there? Uh, 13. 13 points of damage fly and crash into this thing. It roars fiercely. Salarin. So I'm within melee range, I'm assuming. This thing just whapped me with its tail. Yeah, it's pretty big. Um... Is everybody else, is there anybody within 10 feet of me? Not if you don't want them to be. I don't. Then you can move a little bit so that no one's within 10 feet other than maybe this creature. Okay, I'm going to cast a thunder step. Okay, okay. where are you going? <clears throat> um, just like to the other side of him. I'm basically just trying to thunder step creates like a big percussive thunder wave that causes damage. So A giant shock wave from where you, from where you left and then you pop into existence on the other side. Correct. All right. I believe that's just straight damage with no save. There's a con save. Oh. All right. What's the DC? 15? I don't know. What is the DC, Rob? <laughs> how, do I, how do I calculate that? 8 plus your proficiency modifier plus your casting stat. Oh, so that would be 15. 15. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. There we go. Called it. All right. We're only some damage. All right. Damage is a 3d10 on the fail. So d10. It takes half damage on a success, doesn't it? Or no damage? Half. Yeah, that's what I thought. 19. All right. You see it rear back, and this shockwave hits it, 
The bones crack, but it's still alive and ready for a fight. Gemini. Gemini. All right. Um, I'm going to start by grabbing my black bow and arrow that I have uh, put my frozen right on. And... Oh, and your bow and arrow. Oh, not my bow and arrow. I was going to say, <laughs> like, I don't remember Gemini ever having a bow and arrow. Let alone. Uh, the things you think of on the week off. No, um, on my uh, my boomerang. And I'm trying to huck it at his head. All right. All right. Roll the hit. 12. Wait. It, no, sorry. 11. It misses. Dang. Um, okay. You have your second attack. Um, your black boomerang. Wisps off into a bit of smoke, yeah. flying around towards this thing, but clearly driving through all its rotations and its back, and you see it disappear off into darkness. Okay, um, for my second, for my, or my like my like kind of I guess offhand attack, um, rather than attack, can I try and um, I was I was I was doing some reading, and I yeah. think I think I can to quote me if I'm, if I'm saying this wrong, but I think I can do this. Can I try and distract it? Um. Can I try and like basically like literally like start dancing around, distract it to give the following player advantage on their next turn? So yes, you're talking about the eight other action. Yeah. See, this is an action, and I actually printed something off for you, which is in my GM screen, which I don't have here. Oh crap! But um, an action, you've taken the attack action, and based on your class, you have an extra attack as part of it, not an extra yeah. action, an extra attack. You see how that works, the wording oh, there? Oh, yeah. So that gives okay. you two attacks, but, two not, attacks, two but not, two, not two actions. Yeah. Okay, so I would have had to do that first. You would have to, no, you would have to do that completely separately. Completely separately. Yeah. It's a different action altogether. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, then, uh, so I threw my one boomerang with my offhand. I will grab my, a, um, I'm going to grab my, my, my other just wooden boomerang and throw it at him. All right. Okay. Roll to hit. 16. 16. You see your boomerang whip out and just barely nick the bones, sadly doing no damage. Ah. Just okay. missed its AC. Okay. Uh, but then I do get my bonus attack as well, right? Your bonus action, yeah. Or my bonus action. So with with my bonus action, can I intimidate him? No. No. I Okay. Okay. Uh, in that case, then I will I'll lunge at him with my dagger, I guess. All right. You move forward, pulling okay. your dagger with your offhand and striking out. Uh, that would be like 25. That's a hit. Okay. Roll damage. Dagger's a d4. Spiky triangle. Oh, whoopsie. Four. Plus your six, strength. Five, six, seven. Uh, so that's a hit for seven. Seven points of damage. You see Gemini whip both her boomerangs off in the distance. The one disappears in the darkness. The other one starts to come back as she drives her dagger forth, hitting this thing. Gemini, you have a chance. Do you want to use your reaction to attempt to catch your boomerangs that comes back with that blade? Yes. I need you to make me a dexterity save. Uh, 10. No, wait. Uh, yes. Just, uh, just uh, straight dexterity? Yeah. Yeah, uh, 10. All right. You reach out to catch it, but it comes back a little bit lower than you're going to grab it. And that blade comes back and whips you and cuts you on the cross arm for two points of damage as you see it spin back and clash into the decking. Flintpin, you're inside its body. Flintpin is going to um, try to get as close as he can to the spine, the bone on the spine, um, okay. hold on to it, and cast Shatter. Uh, as tail side or head side? Uh, tail side. Or, like, I'd, 
I imagine I climbed up up his leg. So yeah. on his spine, I'm guessing, guessing, guessing I'm closer to the bottom of the rib cage, yeah. not the top of the rib cage. So I need yeah. you to make me an athletics check to climb up to the point where you want to as this thing's moving around. <sighs> All right. Please name the vertebrae that you are about to strike. C7. <laughs> yes. <laughs> athletics uh, strength or just yes, athletics? It's um, athletics is a strength check. 17. 17. Loonpin. You manage to scale this bone dragon as you start to make your way up its ribcage. That vertebrae that you're after? C7. C7. <laughs> it's within reach. Okay. Flintpin will grab it yeah. and hang like a monkey bar Yeah. and cast Shatter as a level three spell. Right. Oh. Six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage. Thunder damage. But shatter on bones. Oh, uh, the um, DC for that is 15. Oh, I know. Okay. As 16. I'll watch and try and fight this thing. You see little Flintpin climb this thing with some determination in his eyes, getting up to the this spine and climbing on, grabbing it with both his hands as you see energy pulse from him. And all of a sudden, this vertebrae that he's holding onto cracks. And then a big and dust. Flintpin, oh, roll God. me a reflex save. Um, seven. Flintpin, you fall and take nine points of damage. Oh. As oh everyone watches this rear side of this skeletal creature start to dislocate and fall from the body, the tail for a moment lifeless, and it's now ribcage is dragging on the ground. Two front paws are there, and it roars fiercely. Still alive, but you've definitely separated two, it into two different creatures. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, as my uh, move action, I'm just going to take pop one of those blue um, healing potions that we found, I think, in... Where did we find the weird healing potions? Necromancer's Lab. Necromancer's yeah. Lab, and chuck one of those. Oh, you're trusting the healing potion. What's well, that healing potion on So it. you, there was three of them. Uh, I grabbed four, I think. Four of them. Uh, let me just Roll double me check. Four. Do you remember what happened when I drank one of these? Yeah, four. You drank <clears throat> a pr- Two. Two. All right, Flintpin, you quaff this potion, and you feel the magic start to take effect, and you look down at your wounds and your bruises, and they start to diminish. You heal for 10 points of damage. Yes. Awesome. Sounds good. Geoff turns to you all. I can hold back this beast, but I need some time. I need you to hold it off me while I concentrate. And he starts raising his arms up, and you can see this energy. It's almost like a purple mist from his hands flowing into the sky as he's concentrating on the spell. Black Rabbit moves forward, and instead of striking this creature, she reaches out her hand and grabs poor Flippin and gives him a toss away from this creature. It's called, um, I believe it's reposition. Toss? <laughs> reposition? I think that's what it's called. Anyway, she, she grabs you by the hand and just basically moves you 10 feet to the, her other side to get you out from underneath it. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you, Black Rabbit. No problem, she says. And then she starts to move a little bit further towards it. I uh, I made two of them. I, I didn't expect that to happen. Uh, we need to tie them down. She throws you a rope. <laughs> All right. The dragon itself, though, now sitting there, two halves. 
The tail thrashes about wildly. Gemini, I need you to make a reflex save. Dexterity. No. <laughs> I was reading. <laughs> uh, dexterity will be 17. Uh, yeah, 17. 17. You nimbly jump over this tail as it crashes down, breaking several boards underneath your feet where you were standing before. Ah, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Not getting me. The other half of the dragon steps and drags itself closer towards this cleric who's working his magic. The only ones standing in his way are currently Salarin and Goldnax. Goldnax. It strikes out at you with one of its claws. What's your AC? 18. 18. That's You're it. a tough bitch. She is. Hits you for seven points of damage. And pushes you back five feet. Goldnax, you're up. Uh, can I get around behind this thing? You can. Uh, Goldnax wants to... Um... Which half are you trying to get behind? Uh, the head. Yeah. So she's going to run up its rib cage as though it was like a ladder. Okay. Make me acrobatics check. What's that going to be under? Uh, dexterity. Good to know. So that would be nine. Nine. All right. You start to move, but as this creature is moving, you're used to moving up odd objects, but it's just this is a slick thing. It just climbed out of the water, and partway up you slip, falling to the ground. Six points of damage from the crash. Your movement's taken up, but you still have your action. What do you want to do? Uh, I am going to smite two bolts, uh, two level two bolts, and shoot them straight at its head. Okay. Now it's within melee range, which means you roll with disadvantage. It's basically right there in front oh. of you. Um, you so uh, would, it he- was, uh, would its head not be just above me, though? It's more that they're, it's threatening where you are, so okay. it's harder to shoot at it while it's trying to eat you. Okay. And fight uh, you. I guess. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll grant you that. Um, so. Now you could strike out with your melee weapons instead with no problem. Or if you do try and shoot, you have to roll twice and take the worst result on the dice roll. Your choice. I am going to, I'm going to smite two of my, um, my swords, my short swords. Okay. And uh, see what, see what that does. So these are both level two spells? Yeah. All right, so with melee weapons, you can choose to smite after you hit. After I hit? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds good. That's even better. Really? You can He can roll and then smite it on its way out? Yeah. So with a paladin, they're super scary with melee because you can actually just wait till you crit and then smite it with your biggest spell. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I rolled a nine and a five. So smiting on, on this roll, piece, I get a plus six. So uh, plus six to a nine. At, what would you roll, sorry? Uh, so nine, so it would be 15. 15 will miss. Sadly. Okay, so there's no point in smiting either of these no. two. So you come at it and you hack at this thing, hitting the bone, but you don't get enough um, purchase on your attack to do any damage. I hate not having purchase. Celerin, you're behind it now. You just sonic boomed over there. I have one little technical question. Of course. Um, sorcery points. Yeah. Um, I can't use them to do a spell level above what I can normally cast, right? I can only go up to my maximum level. Yeah. Okay. Then I will cast a chromatic orb of ice. Nice. At the back of this thing's head. All right. Roll to hit. 19. 19 will hit. Roll some damage. Can I borrow a d8 from someone? 5d8. 9, 10, 3. 23. 23. Nice. Boom. 
you see this thing impact and ice just kind of trickles across the bones, slowing this creature's movements. Gemini, your one boomerang is embedded into the floorboards of this deck ship. Mm-hmm. At your hip, you feel the weight of your black one back again. Where's Eloth at this point? Or Eroth? Geoth? Geoth. 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 I was like, we've, had, well, we've had Eloth, Eoth, and Geoth now. Come on, come on with some better names. <laughs> Flintpin. Flintpin. Yes. So Eloth is still a corpse where you left him. Mm-hmm. Wrapped up inside. Well, actually, he'd be on the floor near the doorway. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Geoth stands back near the door entrance as well. His hands up in the air. There's energy pulsing from them. Okay. And where is these two monsters at this point? They're partly at the back of near the poop deck. And then spiraled around the front of the... The oh. kind of cutting off the the deck of the ship. It's quite large. I wonder place. how dumb these things are. Um, is there a um, uh, a hall uh, in this boat, or like remember we, remember we were trying to figure out the name of what it was before? Is there a ba- is there a big hole in the to- on the top deck of the ship right now? There that, is. That would but drop the down. grating is still closed. The grating is still closed. Okay, yeah. never mind. That doesn't work then. Um, okay, I'm going to uh, try and do what I did originally before. My first action I'm taking is. Um, I'm literally going to start running to like the port side of the ship. Yeah. And like, oh, oh, I just got a cool idea. I don't know how this is going to work, but I'm going to, I'm going to try it. Uh, I'm going to use my, my actor feet mm-hmm. to literally make the same sound as a dragon, like as fierce as I possibly can. And like hunker down, hunker myself down, uh, down, trying to make myself look like as intimidating as possible and move over to the port side of the ship, trying to draw, trying to draw them over to my, to me. Roll me a charisma check. Uh, 20, not natural. All right. This creature has moved and acted like a dragon so far, making no physical noise, not having the capability, no organs. But out of nowhere, everyone hears this fierce dragon roar coming from <laughs> Jesus. Not bad. Cough drop. <laughs> Ricola. 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 <laughs> you seem to have gotten its attention, you think. You think? At least the attention of your party. As they're all looking at like, the fuck? <laughs> okay, um, and as I'm, as I'm running over to the port side, uh, for my bonus action, I'm grabbing my black boomerang and throwing it at it again. Okay, yeah. in your offhand. Roll yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, seven, or 17, 18, 19. So, so 20 again, not natural. To hit. Yep, that hits. Now, you don't get your Crimson Right damage. That expired when you threw your it last time. Remember? So oh, you just yeah, get your right. Boomerang okay. and your plus three damage yeah, from okay. your strength. Okay. It's a D8, though, with the Black Boomerang. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, right. Uh You're glad I can see yeah, your okay. dice from all the way over here. So six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So that's a hit of ten. Yes. Because it'd, three, three, it'd be six. No, you don't get that plus strength. wisdom. That's only with your Crimson Right. Uh, add my wisdom modifier when hitting something undead. Oh, sorry. I thought that was with your crimson right, though. It's it, it, and it goes on my crimson right as well too. But it also, uh, as being a blood hunter, um, I add my wisdom modifier when hitting something undead. I will accept that for now, but look okay. at it later. Okay. As you throw this boomerang and it collides with it, after roaring at it fiercely, somewhere else in this cave, another creature lurks, resting. Oh, for fuck. <sighs> okay. Great, I just woken of, it up. The noise of battle and this large dragon roar catches its ears. What does it do? I wonder. 
falls back asleep. Comes up and kills this bone dragon. What does it do? I wonder. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I did not get the hint at first. I was like, I thought you were looking at. I thought you were looking at me. I was like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> All right. Um, the storm is raging outside. <laughs> do, and do, do you want to retake that part? <laughs> Yeah. No, this is a great intro. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Phenomenal. Okay. The storm is raging outside, and someone else took shelter within this cave to escape the harsh winds and rain and lightning. All right. Everybody is going to They're going to hear a slight sound from the darkness, and out will come a giant constrictor snake. Okay. We'll get to that eventually. Right now, you just hear the sounds of battle away. Like, this is going to be probably edited out until your actual intro okay but, um <laughs> can someone throw my dice back by the way <laughs> i'm gonna need that we have fans oh. <laughs> almost here, here you go oh jesus d4 too you could take an aisle with one of those <laughs> it was the lightest one i had hit me right in the contact so you hear the sound of battle nearby the lightning crashing this Thunderbolt. It almost sounds like thunder coming from within the cave, and all of a sudden you hear this dragon roar from within. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am wild shaping into yeah. a giant constrictor snake. And making your way there. Yeah, I'm making my way there. Going into the water? Yes. Okay. Cool. Nice. Okay, we'll get to that. So you're on the way, drawing closer. Flintpin. Um, Flintpin, before he does anything, would like to chug the second blue healing potion. Okay. Do you want me to roll D4 again? Uh, roll me a D6 because you only have three potions left. Yeah. Two. Two. Okay. This time you heal six points of damage. Beauty. As once again you feel your bones and injuries start to kind of shift back into place. Uh, okay, and then Flintpin's going to look over at the front end of the uh, dragon. Is there anything? I should be able to see through it because it's made of bones. Is there yeah. anybody directly on the other side of me? Uh, you could position yourself so you won't hit anybody else. Okay, I'll do that and cast Lightning Bolt at a third level spell. Yes. Now, Flintpin, you know that this spell charges forward and can hit multiple people in the line. That's why I made sure nobody's There's also me. two dragon creatures on this boat thanks to you now. You oh. could technically position yourself in a place where you might be able to hit both. Two halves of a dragon, both intenting killing you. You could hit one right, and not hit your friends, or you could hit both, potentially risking someone on the other side. Is it Gemini? <laughs> that is a good I'm, question. You're lucky I'm out of candy. <laughs> There's, two people one on the back. The There's two people on the back side of this ship, Gemini and Salarin. Can I visually see how hurt they look? Saladin's untouched. Gemini seems fairly untouched, I think. Don't don't tell me a number, but how hurt, like if I were looking at I'm, you I'm okay, I'm okay for now, but keep in mind that my crimson right is now faded. So if I reactivate that again, that's a big hit on me already. I do have some damage, like seven point eight percent, I would say. <laughs> seven or eight damage, exactly. Seven point eight percent. If we were actually playing this like you were actually just looking at me, I, I would look unscathed right now. I would look fine. Okay, um, man, I don't know if Flintpin would do that because he, he did that before and he hurt a lot of people uh, out on the boat. Yeah. I think he's still a little scarred from that. I'm just going to go for the initial dragon uh, and know that I'm not going to hit anybody behind it. Or 
I can another thing I do is I can give you a check and a DC to try and position this thing with the right angle to not hit either of them but both dragons. And then I'll roll randomly if you fail. <laughs> Deal. Do I'm into it. it. <laughs> All right. Okay, so this is this like an intelligence check? It is. Okay. Flippin's mathing. Oh, uh, 21. 21. Oh, you got nice. an angle in mind. You think that if you hunker down low, being a small creature and getting close, you can aim in a direction upward and hit both. Nice. Okay. Streaking it above your allies' heads. Okay, so this is for 8d6s. Oh, <laughs> uh, 10, 19, 24, 26, 27. Holy shit. Um, 27, 28, 29, 30, six, six. <laughs> Thank wow. you. Yeah, no worries, man. I was like, Ooh. I was like, my brain hurts. Yeah, 36. I take my socks off for that one, <laughs> Everyone watches as Flintin gets in close. He draws his hands back almost like Goku out of some epic anime and then blasts forth this giant beam of lightning towards the sky. And my hair does the Goku thing too. It's like... Yeah, it just spikes back, (laughs) charged with electricity. The energy hits and this thing roars back. You can see its bones charred and the tail back and rear end of it charred as well. And up in the ceiling, you can see that the rocks crumbled away, crashing to the water. And then another one falls, hitting the front of the boat. And you hear it crack into the bow. Whoopsie. <laughs> Salarin yells out, Use a fireball, damn it! <laughs> did you re- see how much damage that actually did, though? <laughs> Everyone need, on the boat needs to make a reflex save. Am I on the boat? Seven. No, I'm not. You're on the boat. Ooh. As the entire thing shifts from this hit. Oh, five. Gavin. <laughs> My name is not Gavin. So Meta. <laughs> Reflex saves for that one. Okay. Dexterity, yeah. Uh, one, natural one. Eleven. Eleven. Eight. Eight. Five for Flynn Pin. Five. All right. This blast hit both the dragon, the ship, and these rocks crumbling down. And all of a sudden, the entire sh- ship rocks to one side. Anyone that rolled under a 13 falls prone. Anyone that rolled a natural one falls off the ship. Oh! And into the mouth of the giant snake. But I, I wasn't on the ship. Oh, you were definitely on the ship. Okay. <laughs> you guys slept in the ship cabin, came out of the cabin door, and found a dragon oh, that you were fighting oh. on the deck. Alright. Oh, it was on the deck. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I missed that part. You take six points of damage. Actually, no. Roll me a d20. I'm going to determine your fate whether you hit the water or hit the deck. 17. 17. Sploosh. You hit the water. And you look around. Make a perception check. Five. Uh, perception, I think I'm plus. It's a wisdom. Mm-hmm. Near the bottom. Uh, yep, yeah, so six. Six. You don't see anything. The water's murky and dark. Someone else needs to make a perception check as well. Why? Oh. That is a 15. 15. All right. Swimming through the water, drawing closer to this dock, you see two bodies fall into the water as not only did Golmax crash into the water, but poor, 
poor black rabbit also rolled a natural oh, one. On no. Oh no! Oh <laughs> no! Rabbit. As both of them hit the hit the water and are now trying to find their way, she sees you, the little one, and immediately you see bubbles flow out of her as she basically yells and draws her blade and tries to make her way towards the dock. Black rabbit moves as Geoff says, "God damn it!" I need you to keep this thing back from me. And he's working this magic, and you can see that it's like flickering as he's trying to maintain his balance. And um, this creature is, of course, drawing closer and closer to him. Flintpin's going to look at him and be like, what the fuck do you think I've been doing? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is anyone standing between it and Geoff? I don't think so. I think uh, I am because I went right in front of it, aren't I? You, yes. You oh yeah, did. he went. Yeah, I ran off to the side. He went in front of it. Yeah, I'm not sure where these guys are. Sit- All right, Flintin. I'm in the water. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm crouched down, small as a mouse. It doesn't even know I'm there. Oh, it definitely knows you're there. You just like <laughs> oh, set yeah. up a firework in its face. <laughs> Flintin. You see, its two claws dig into the deck. As if it's like bracing itself, its neck arches back and then comes crashing down to bite at you. Oh man! Do you want to do anything with the reaction? Oh, reaction. Uh, I guess I don't have like I can't try to jump out of the way. I could cast a shield though. You could. I will do that. Okay. What, what does that make your AC? <laughs> Thirteen. With shield? <laughs> oh no! Yeah. No way. My AC right now is ten. Do you not have a dexterity modifier? Oh, uh, it's zero. <laughs> <laughs> so powerful as fuck, but can't well, protect we'll, we'll yourself see. at all. He's got to roll to bite me. He might roll a natural right. one. So you just everyone <laughs> watches as this thing comes down and bites down on Flint Pin, and he's holding his hands out re- reflectively. And at first, it doesn't pick him up, and you see him almost get picked up in the sphere of the shield that he's holding there, and it flickers, it crunches and crunches, and then it cracks and shatters this magical energy as it bites down on poor Flintpin. Flintpin. 12 points of damage. Oh my god. As it crunches down on you. Holy shit. I'm glad I drank those healing potions. (laughs) The rear end attempts to stabilize, tries to get up so it can actually strike out wildly with its tail again but is unable to get its balance again after being so severely charred by little old Flintpin. Golden Axe, you're in the water. Uh, I'm going to head to... Is it going to be easier for me to get up on the ship or just come ash- uh, come ashore and try to get back up on the ship that way? You could dive down underneath the boat to get to the dockside, or you can cl- try and climb with the rigging on the boat. Uh, there's rigging on the side of the boat? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's climb that. Okay, athletics uh, we'll- check. Will that get me closer to the dragon, the front end of the dragon? Um, depends on how you roll. Uh, so that'd be 11 and what, what kind of a check, check am I Athletics, doing strength. Athletics. Uh, well, zero for strength, so 11. 11. You start making your way up the side, but you don't quite reach the top of it by the time your movement's done. Okay. Um, okay, I'm just going to let that be what it is. Okay. So I'm not. I'm not nowhere close to it at this point. Is what I'm. No, hearing. you're halfway up the side of the, the okay. boat. Yep. Can't you do a double move action though? You could spend your action to climb further. Okay, let's climb further. All right. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. All right. You make your way up to the top, and you get to poke your head up the top, and you can see this dragon there, charred flint pin, 
literally in its jaws once again. You see Geoff trying to maintain his magic. This thing, like, just feet away from him. Gemini's still on the deck. Saladin's still on the deck. No sign of Black Rabbit, though. If I reach out, can I grab this thing? Um, I'm going to say no. You're not quite close enough. Okay. You've just gotten to the top of the rail. Okay. Saladin. Uh, Saladin is going to cast his infestation cantrip on the closest piece that's about to attack Geophafa. All right, that just covers it in insects? It covers it in insects, and it moves it five feet in a direction that is determined by the dice. Right. You cast this, and you witness these insects just swarm coming out of the the you know rotting wood of this ship. Spiders, ticks, ants, termites. But despite the fact that these things are all over it, it seems to not pay them any mind. Because it's resistant to poison. Mm. <laughs> Fine then. All right. Um, where's the tailpiece at this point? It's at the. It's the part that's basically half leaning up against uh, the poop deck and okay. the stairs. Um, how large is this? Is this bone dragon? Like, like, or I? Let me first say, how large is the back half that got ripped off? Pretty big. I mean, the entire thing would have taken up most of the poop deck while I was standing up there. Right now, from where it is, from tail to head, it curls from the tail still like up near the stairs of the poop deck, swirled around on that okay. side, and it's kind of coiled and cutting off half the ship. Mm, okay. So there's there's no way I could go and grab that back half by the tail and like fling it off the side of the ship. You are definitely not Toga Bear, and even <sighs> hey, you would have a really hard yeah, time okay. with a natural 20 doing that. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, okay. I am going to, I'm going to run towards the, the front half that's by G, uh, uh, Yeah. And I literally want to like run towards it and like scale up its back to its head. Okay. And pull up both my daggers into his head. Right. Make me an acrobatics check as you're running up its spine. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a 19. A 19. As I see um, Gemini draw her daggers, I'm going to yell, there's no flesh on it to stab. <laughs> you start making your way up the spines. It's wobbly at first, and you can just feel your, the weight of the bones kind of shifting in their place against the cartilage and your weight. Mm-hmm. But you make your way up step by step, drawing closer to your target. Okay. Um. <sighs> You're right. So what if what would I what would I do here? Um, Stick a knife in the vertebrae. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking, or maybe in the eyes. Does it? Would the bone see? dragon have eyes? It's, it's eyes. a skeletal it's got, oh, okay. so, creature. It's got eye holes. Right in the eye holes. Oh, maybe. Um, because like I mean, we're obviously oh no, I got a good idea right now. But okay. like, I imagine an axe could like will, splinter bone, uh, but like a dagger. I, mean, I know. Okay, I will fully admit that I am taking this from a point of view from Toga. I am absolutely taking this from a point of view, of Toga. Uh, for the listeners who don't know, Toga is a barbarian that I played in previous like, campaigns before. Um, so as I run up, rather than like jabbing my daggers like straight into its skull, because I know that's not going to do anything. Yeah. I really want to try and da- dra- stab my daggers right into the side of the jaw here. I'm hoping to pop his jaw off. Interesting. Yeah. 
That's a cool idea. I like that. I like it. Yeah. Um, roll me two attack rolls. Two attack rolls? Okay. Yeah, one for each spot you're trying to hit. <sighs> Definitely not Toga Bear. No, that's, no, to- that's a Toga uh, roll. Uh, <laughs> Some Toga roll. So H- we missed you, Toga. That's right. Uh, Sounds good in theory, Toga. So 12, 14, 14. So 14 on the one. Mm-hmm. And 11... Yeah, 11 on the second. No. Yes, 11 on the second one. All right, you strike it with both your daggers, and they just deflect off the bone, not getting to the jaw socket that you're hoping to. Okay. Um, with my and your movement are taken up. What do you want to do? With my bonus action, yeah. um, can I try again with one, of my, with one of my daggers again to pop off at least half of it? Well, right now you're trying to get it into the socket. So you yeah. roll to hit again. Sure. Okay. Uh, so that's 17. 17. You jab it into the side. It's in there. You have a bit of pry, but you're spent on actions. You've gotten okay. up to it, and you got this one thing in there. Okay. Does it do... Do I roll for damage at all? Does it still do any damage no. to it? No. That's okay. not what you're attempting to do yeah. right okay. now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. In the water, something moves. Something stirs. By the okay. way, everybody, say hello to Adam. He's back. Hey, Adam, Yay. sitting right next to you. When did you get here? Yeah. <laughs> I totally didn't out. notice you sitting right next to me. All right. Um, Awkward. I'm gonna, it's going to look like I'm traveling toward Black Rabbit, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to make eye contact with her, showing that I do see her. Yeah. But I'm swimming past her. Are we not introing what Adam is right away? Well, no, no. because we don't know what he is yet. Oh, no. this is confusing. Okay, I right. like it. So, I, no, I, I can see where the difference is. Is we walked up, we walked up to Salarin. We already knew kind of who Salarin was. I'm we have no idea what the hell this thing is right now. None yeah, of you know like I'm here, except <laughs> that there's a snake. Okay. Okay. You're swimming All right. directly past her. I'm like, okay, you know what? No, I'm swimming just under her, and I'm lifting her up on, with my head onto the deck. Interesting. Ooh. Like I'm trying to show her that like I'm trying to help you back up. Yeah, I know she's probably gonna freak out you, and, like stab I need me you or to something. Roll me but... a charisma check. <laughs> I'm not good at those. Natural twenty. Wow. Never mind. Oh! <laughs> All right. She's gotten older. She likes snake now. She sees this thing cutting back and forth in the water, moving towards her, expecting the jaws of it to wrap, uh, to open up, or for it to swim around to wrap around her. But as you come up underneath her and start to lift her up, her blade is ready to strike for a moment. Uncertain. Everyone else on the deck watches as Black Rabbit rises and seems at first to be flying as her as she's drenched blade up above her head as if to drive it downward. And you see that underneath her is a large, huge even, snake. She seems confused at first. But taking the opportunity as it is, and not wanting to be trapped within the water, leaps off its head to the deck, striking out her blade at this creature. Missing, sadly. It would have been epic if she did hit, but no. (laughs) Okay, and now, as my attack, I am going to go to the head of the bone dragon, wrap around its neck and its jaw, keeping it from biting, and like just wrapping all around it, constricting it. Interesting. You know I'm looking at you because I'm like, how is this going to work out when I'm sitting on its head? 
Oh yeah, you're sitting <laughs> up there. That's fine. It is what it is. See how it plays out. I need you to make me an athletics check. Me? No. No. Okay. That is uh, dexterity, right? Strength. Strength. Okay, better. Uh, 11. 11. Everyone sees this snake pull itself up and coil onto the deck, unable to get far enough through this creature to strike out at it. Okay. So your your climb to get on the ship was not high enough to make it up there in one turn. Okay. Flimpin, you're on the ship. There's two halves of a bone dragon here. You're inside the jaws of it, and through its teeth that have just finished flesh biting into your flesh, you see there's now a huge constrictor snake on the decking, just pulled out of the water. I have a quick question. Yeah. <clears throat> Ready as an action. Um, can I cast a spell and do ready? No. Okay, so I have to do one of those. Ready. So what ready does, for all those listeners, it lets you take an action. You choose your action in a basically a triggering event, which you can later use your reaction to activate. So it's taking your action to ready this thing and then your reaction to cast it at a later time. Right. Or strike or what have you. Almost like setting a trap. Yeah. Okay. Um, Flintpin is going to cast um, Mirror Image and chug his last or second last healing potion. I got two left. Okay. Don't roll me another D4. Four. Flintpin, you quaff this potion. And for a moment, your hairs stand on Ed. As you heal for 30 points of damage. Oh, man. I only get 24 minutes. Share the love, man. Jeez. Sweet. There's one potion left. Puke in my mouth. (laughs) I don't even know what to do that. (laughs) There are so many dark ways that that comic could have gone. There is now five flint pins within this creature's mouth. Four. 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 Sorry, four, three images in you? Yeah, three images okay. in me. Yeah, so four. And I just look buff as fuck after chugging that thing. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of steroids. I didn't even know Flintpin had hair. Yeah. Black Rabbit looks between the snake, this thing that has Flintpin in its mouth, and this tail that's thrashing about, charges forward with her sword. I was letting her have a reaction based on your um, movement yeah. before, Adam. She comes out at this thing and draws her blade and hacks into one of its legs, severing the bone. Nice. It crashes down onto the stump, off on a slight angle. Gemini, you're on his back. Yeah. Reflex save. Oh. Why couldn't she attack the back piece? Come on. Oh, I'll take that. Uh, do I get a modifier for that? Or dexterity. Dexterity? Oh, Sorry, dexterity save. Terrible. I should, I'll, I'll get better at this one year. Oh, <laughs> my dexterity is terrible. Okay, uh, whatever. Uh, 13. 13. You fall from your position. Your dagger still jabbed into its jaw and left there. When I fell, when I fell, would I not be able to have a, be able to make a reaction to try and like hold myself and like hang on? No, your save is your reaction to oh. attempt to stay and hold on. Okay, so I've completely fallen off. Ah, okay. Yeah, Gemini four points of damage from landing off this thing. He off turns. Sloppy, but uh, sorry, your time on this boat is in need. And he closes his hands 
and you literally just start to see the bones one at a time fall away from this creature. The ribcage is crashing to the deck. It, the spikes on them just digging in. The spine just falling apart. And the head that's holding Flintpin and the jaw dislocating and falling to nothing. The bones of them all just fall to pieces. Separating from the... Oh, oh, he says, turning towards the serpent. Faelor will have his way with you. And you see him charging, start to charge another spell towards the serpent. Golnax. Can I, like, mage hand high five uh, <laughs> <laughs> the cleric? Be like, um, if you want. <laughs> Without using an action. And so the back end of this thing is still on the deck? Is that. Or has it no? Gone? Everything's fallen away. All the all the the front end and the back end. So are we technically still in combat then, or no? Oh, there's a giant snake in front of you. I was gonna say well, yeah, okay, there's a constrictor enough. snake yeah, okay. that Flintpin wants to kill. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, okay. And so we're looking at a constrictor. You see this large constrictor snake in front of you. Make a perception check. Eighteen. Eighteen. So. All snakes have scales, and some have almost what would be like very fine hair that kind of runs under them. And you just see attached to one side is this feather just sitting there hanging off the end of its head, dangling off the back of this snake, as if it's got almost trapped underneath the scale. Uh, Golden Axe is just going to mention that there's a feather on the snake. Um, she's also seen this um, on a different campaign. When we met, ooh, mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, what's uh, the lady that turned into the oh, bird? Oh yeah, the bird, yeah. Um, remember she called. Remember Golden Act called her to her. She was like the her farmer's her wife or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, mm-hmm. it was the mage's girlfriend. I yeah, forgot her name. Ariana or something like yeah. that. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Hannah, Karen. All right. It was definitely Peter. Past, past campaign doesn't no, matter. It was definitely a Peter. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. Golden Axe has seen it. <laughs> it was Russell. Experience. This is a campaign Russell. I was not it was, running. So it was I didn't Russell. Remember the names of any of the NPCs from it. I think it was Karen. Sure. Let's go with Karen. <laughs> with a K. <laughs> sure, it wasn't a C. Could have been. Uh, um, so right. she's gonna men- she's gonna mention it. She's gonna point it out that it's got a feather in its cap. Salarin. Are you, I'm assuming you're not taking an action. No, she's not. No, she's just she's just noticing. She's got an awareness, and she's seen this before, so she's not going to take an action. Okay. Sorry. Um What is the snake doing? It just climbed onto the deck, and you saw a black rabbit literally ride on top of it and jump off of it. And it's not obviously aggressing towards anyone i mean it seemed aggressive onto there but his attention was focused on the dragon at first black rabbit if you're curious has turned toward her blade is still drawn and ready to strike she's just you know was choosing the bigger threat at hand and taking the advantages advantages where they lay geoff of course charging magic towards it and flintpin i think was looking at it intending to probably cast something of electricity at it is my guess. I think Salarin would. Um, hmm, I don't know what he would do. I want to talk to him, but I don't know if that's what Salarin would actually do. Right now, you just see a snake with a feather. 
that's been pointed out to you by Golmax. A large constrictor snake. And by large, I mean it's huge. Huge being almost 20 feet long. That's big. It's a very big snake. That's like Indonesian big. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yes. I think with everyone else standing around with like at the ready, I think Saladin would just yell out to him, Are you friend or foe? <clears throat> Let's try that again. Are you friend or foe? The first one sounded more like Saladin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I am going to... I think at this point I would just um, pull out one of my daggers and um, charge it with my crimson, right? Just okay. be at the ready. So and you charge your dagger with fire or, or ice, turning towards the snake. After what we just fought, I would do it with uh, with um, ice again. Okay. Yeah. So you can't charge it with a puppet? Unfortunately not. I wish I could. Damn it. Just have a dagger with a little puppet on it. Um, (laughs) It's to go. Yeah, and then I'm... Alrighty. Everybody's going to see this snake kind of contort and shrink down, starting to grow arms and legs, and becomes a normal-sized, what looks like, person. It's a humanoid in front of you. Describe him. This being is dressed in a... In a brown, brownish green um, kind of hide, leatherish type of armor, he has a deer skull as a mask. You cannot see his face. And the only skin that you can see on him is his hands. And holding in his right hand is a spear. On the spear, you see the eagle uh, feather that you had previously seen on the snake wrapped around it close to the head of the spear. Halfway down from the head of the spear, halfway down the shaft, the spear is covered in carvings, nothing below it. And as I come down to person, I will say, I will say nothing. I will stand there and I will whistle. (whistles) That sound is probably pretty bad on there, but um, out of the darkness, you'll hear a squawk and out comes a eagle. The size of a small falcon landing on my shoulder. All right. Woodpin, how do you react? Well, it would uh, seem that we have a druid in our midst. I mean, I imagine Flintpin knows exactly what a druid is, especially after it morphs, uh, and he would like to cast Detect Thoughts on it. Okay. I'm sorry, did you say a druid? A druid. A druid? A druid. What? Druid. 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 A shapeshifter. He was a... Oh, fun. Do it. By the way, Adam, what is this person, this man thinking? What this surface man? thoughts. Yeah, surface thoughts. So actively thinking. Basically, right who are these people that I am with and what do they want? That's what you hear. Cool. Um, yeah. It would seem that he is as confused as we are about him being here. It, uh, who are you? Black Rabbit hunkers down low, blades drawn, still at the ready. Another man in a mask. I don't like this. You have nothing to fear, young one. Oh, we're not scared. You're grossly outnumbered. I was talking to the young one with the blades. Are you talking about me? She's, I'm just going to ignore Golden Axe. My name is Sarin, and this is Aether. 
Sadden? 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 Sam? Sadden? Sam. Oh, like, shit, we'll call, we'll call him Sam from going on. <laughs> did you see Satan with the bird? <laughs> How do I actually spell your name, though? T-H-E-R-E-N. So it's Th- Thetan? Theron. Theron. Or like Erin. Like Theron. Yeah. There. But like I with a little hearing, bit of an accent. Yeah, I was definitely Theron. hearing an S in there. Yeah, so was I. Heard. <laughs> I was like, Theron. Th- not another S name. Theron. T-H-E-R-E-N. Strong enough. Through the midst of the combat and this bone dragon, everyone looks around and you notice that one of your members isn't standing. You see that poor Renigo. He had started fighting early on, but partway through the fight, you can see those veins, his one arm where he was bitten, and that black vein, like just up his arm, past his armor, and his eyes are closed, and you can see the vein, the blackness kind of going into his neck and towards his head. Oh no. I think without yeah. thinking and yeah. having feeling that um, sensation from my last potion, Flimpin's going to pop it and go pour it down his throat. Okay. That's my final blue potion. You move over to him, and um, upon initial inspection, you don't see any wounds in him whatsoever. I recork the potion. <laughs> he doesn't have any gashes. It's just whatever this black veining substance coming from this bite mark in his arm. Can we? Can I like detect uh, magic on it or something, or or at least get like a sense of like a medicine check? Yeah, maybe. Uh, which would you like to do? I feel like it's kind of dark. It's crawling up and turning black. I think I'd do like a an arcana check or, or something like that. Roll me an arcana check as you cast detect magic. Four. Oh, with intelligence, uh, twelve. Oh wait, no, that's for a saving throw. Eight. I thought it's your proficiency because it's a skill check. Yeah, Arcana, plus your intelligence. So three plus your intelligence modifier. Five. Oh, so it is uh, twelve. Twelve. Yeah. You bend down low and you look at Renigo. Renigo, and you gaze over this thing and you can see his veins where this black etching is going on. It just has like this aura. Almost like a mist coming off of where the vein is of necromancy coming from him. Hmm. As far as his injuries, he can't tell what they are. As you try and identify this magic, it eludes you. Uh, I'll, I'll call Geoff over. Geoff, uh, come have a look at this. Yes, I sensed this taint in your friend from the go when I woke in this morning. I do not know what it is that befells him, but it is no poison and it's beyond my power to cure at this moment. Is there any way we can ensure he stays stable then and we transport him as he is? I do not think he is dying, but I think whatever this is is fighting him for control. Looks like it's spreading to me. Perhaps we should just cut off his arm. It doesn't look good, does it? Too far now, it's past his arm. I was my thinking as well too, but now it's up in his neck. We should have cut his arm off yesterday. Can... No, I'm not going to do that. Maybe his arm is good. <laughs> you suck, suck the blood out or suck the poison out? Oh, I, thought, I thought about making a gash on a vein without like it being like a lethal cut to see if it like spews like black. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if Flimpin would actually do that. Gemini would. Course, we need to vacate this ship immediately. It seems that the fight has caused him some damage, and I believe we are taking on what air. Agreed. We're I taking think, on what air? I think we should what finish. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, right there. I think we should finish the task at hand here. We need to um, kill a snake. We need to get rid of these bodies. Let's go down to the duck, discuss things there. And you, what was your name? Theron. 
Yes, uh, whatever that is, yeah, we need to vacate this boat, and if you are hunting a necromancer, you are welcome to this party. Whoa, uh, uh, I think we'll on. be the ones that decide yeah. who come along with the party. Thank you very much. Uh, but I do agree. Let's get to the uh, the dock. Uh, Flint will start making his way down, <laughs> <laughs> giving um, G off a bit of a glare. I'll uh, I'll grab. Um, I don't really care who. I'll grab one of the bodies, carry him down with me. Well. Is I'll grab Renegos. Or not Renegos. Um, uh, Difrost. Di- Difrost. Difrost. Difrost 2.0. Oh, yeah. We have three bodies now. We have yeah. Eloth, Renego, and Difrost. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. How we Dead should, Frost. Our Dead original Frost. intent of leaving the That's boat that. was to go and deal with those bodies. We should still do that first. Right. We begin to make work, and you grab. Sorry, who was it? Dead uh, Frost. I, I grabbed Dead Frost. All right. As you grab this body, it's wrapped up in the sheets and rope of the bedding from the captain's quarters. And as soon as you touch it, the entire thing starts to move suddenly and fight against it. But the bonds that you have around it hold, despite how creepy it is to pick up this body and just see it wither and move. You're going to see Theron um, create a, a little bolt of fire in his hand at the ready. Um, I'm gonna pull out one of my my one of my daggers and just straight into the side of the temple. Sure. The creatures completely withdrain. This would be considered a coup de gras for anybody listening. And you just hold it down and strike into this wrapped up body. And as it strikes into the brain, the entire thing just starts twitching violently and then just stops and doesn't move again. I'm gonna say nothing and just pull my blade out and. Continue on carrying the body down. Why are you carrying these things around? They are um, lost friends. Well, friend, friends is a little generous. <laughs> you should rid of them, no? Oh, yes. Yeah, we should that rid was of our them intention. for sure. That was our intention before we got attacked by many, a dragon. Many episodes ago. <laughs> I think after seeing that, Flintpin's going to make his way to Eloth and do the same thing. Yeah, you, you move around as you touch it. That body's not moving. I think I'm going to put my dagger into the side of its head anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to make sure. Roll me a strength check. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Watch out for those horns. Oh, God. <laughs> Two minus one, so one. You just, you drive this dagger in, but you just hear it ping off. And as you pull it out, it's like, it just, you did not get anything. You just hit it somewhere in the skull. And I, I'm going to just look around and make sure nobody saw that. <laughs> Black <laughs> Rabbit just sitting there staring at you like. <laughs> oh, uh, the way I imagined that was Flimpin going up and actually pulling out like a little pocket knife, <laughs> trying to jab that in. Uh, Black Rabbit, I uh, restrained myself at the last minute. I, I remember he's, he's a friend of some of yours. Yeah. And I'll just kind of dust myself off and walk away. <laughs> he's a quiet man, she says. Mm. And she moves over to assuming to help you pick it up me yeah because you're standing by the body uh, she like just picks up like a limb like part of it you can get the rest uh actually question for you if it's dead can i cast fly on it no no okay then i will try to pick it up Roll another strength Seven minus one, six. Six. It had a name. So everyone else on the deck watches as Flintpin and Black Rabbit are basically dragging Eloth. <laughs> uh, a little help would be nice. All right, you're just going to see me shape into a wolf, a dire wolf. Whoa, look at he ran. He's uh, aggressive, that, that one. Cool. 
and I'm going to walk over to you, like looking at you, gesturing with my head to put him on me. Oh, uh, good idea. Uh, Black Rabbit, let's throw it on top of um, Theron here. Thanks for the help. She says that she's like, like trying to heave this full grown tiefling monk who is fairly bulky, if I remember mm. correctly. And uh, she's just this like small, you're not even sure how old girl. Let me roll. I thought she's like 17 now or 16 or something. She somehow manages to like get him up on her shoulder and like just with her legs just push him and have him rock back and over top onto this wolf. And with his help, lowering down at the right moment, gets it up and slumped over your body. All right. And I start walking where where everybody else is going. She takes a moment to breathe (laughs) and then (laughs) follows. Okay. Um, I think we should take some parts from the boat. Build a raft. We oh. have. Or we were going to use the one of the boats. Below us. That's right, too. We were going to use the boats. Yeah. Okay. Do we have. Um, can we find anything like like hay or anything like that on the boat? Boat hay? That boat hay? I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> something else, something else to put on. I knew I was going to get that reaction from you, smartass. Um, <laughs> there was uh, bedding, if that's oh, yeah. what you're looking for in the. In the well, we've got them wrapped up in bedding, but I was like thinking like. Anything, anything else that would ignite that we could stuff under the boats? The wooden, the wood is all rotten and very moist. Okay. But, um, you might be able to find something below deck of the sinking ship mm. to try and burn. That might still uh, be dry. Got, never mind. We got them wrapped up in the bedding. That's probably fine. Yeah, there's like barrels of oil or lamp oil or something like that we can throw in there from the ship. Can I have a look around in yeah. the ship to okay. see if I can find that? Make an investigation check. Okay. Ooh. Can I do that too? On 20. The natural 20. Natural oh, 20. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. You just go over and you don't find that but you find a small chest near several of the canyons on board filled with gunpowder a chest <laughs> a chest full of gunpowder okay well I'll take that well, that sounds about right good work good work we're gonna explode the bodies instead zero. of burn them I did 21 21 uh, not not with a natural yeah. 20 you also find some lanterns inside the galley the kitchen that have some oil looking okay. as you shake them Nice. Uh, I'll collect. The, can I try to collect all the oil into one, and then just keep one lantern that's full? Um, yeah, you find three lanterns, and it's about one full lantern worth. Okay. Yeah, I'll consolidate them and just take the one. Okay. Yeah. And so Goldenax wants to know how big her chest is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-four double T. No. <laughs> um, no, it's a a small chest probably similar to the one that's behind Tash there on the um so the reason Golden asked, asked that question is because um I'd actually like to take some of that um black powder yeah. out um and give it to Flint Pin okay uh do you have like a oh uh, uh for me what is it uh it's for your guns oh the, uh, it's gunpowder gunpowder oh thank you um Flint Pin will take out uh, the leather pouch that has the smooth rocks in it yeah um kind of want to keep those smooth rocks though can i put them in my pocket or something oh yeah okay i'll just shove them in my pocket like free ball in it um and uh put the gunpowder in my leather pouch does anyone else think it's weird that it's called gunpowder and guns weren't invented yet well he's good actually you got some they're not but okay black powder first and then powder. i think it eventually became gunpowder yeah <laughs> Jeez, guys. So Boop. you is find that, a chest full trouble of from the black historical powder. Oh. Is that uh, boom dust? <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom, dust. <laughs> cool. A little bit of black black dust for you there. That's what they used to call cocaine, Flint actually. Flint pin black boom dust. dust. Boom dust. Boom dust. Oh, wow. oh, no, I just made oh, that up. 
Okay. Well, well, these guys are on the ship getting that stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll get uh, I'll get Salar in here to help me put the bodies into the boats. I mean, you're fully capable. You're probably the strongest one amongst everyone here. That's true. Okay, fine. Fine. Wolf. I'll just lug them over my shoulder and I'll put them, place them. I'll place Eloth in one in, in one boat and um, Death Frost, Dew Frost. I'm never gonna get it right. <laughs> Adam's look on his face is just. A, it makes like, it all. He's like, I'm a dire wolf right now. I could eat this person. It, it just it makes it all worthwhile. Anyways, I'm gonna put one body in each boat. Yeah. Salarin's gonna try to talk to uh, a dire wolf. In wolf. In wolf. <laughs> this man is clearly marking, mocking you. <laughs> yeah. You're, I'm gonna. You're just gonna see my eagle land on my shoulder, like on my back, right, right behind my neck, and I'm just gonna walk past him. Shimon's <laughs> gonna turn around and be like, "Sorry, stop being a dick." <laughs> Tough crowd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just interested in who he is. <laughs> we'll this find is... out. Let's deal with this first. This is all very fun and everything, but if you wish to see your friends off, now is a good time as any. As he turns back, and you can see the boat literally like it's sinking. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm. Light him up. I'm coming out of my, um, my wolf form, and I'm lighting the fire in my hand with uh, create fire, create fire. Do you have any last words for this dead frost? So Golden Axe goes up to the shoreline. And she sees her friends alight in the boat as the boat starts to sink. And she watches. And she says, As we travel through the realms of our choices, our die and our faith are what defines who we become. Difrost had much to offer and he gave his heart to us when it mattered the most. It must have been difficult to betray his own as he learned to trust us with a leap of faith. Although difficult to watch the choices that were made, my love for him was to honor his autonomy. Let the spirit of his heart travel swiftly to the goddess in which he prays. Embrace him on his arrival and let his soul play the song in his heart that he could never find in this realm. Until we meet again, I will miss you, Difrost. Much love, Golden Axe. The one boat slowly begins to plummet into the oceans, the crashing waves, and the lightning, a fitting background to his end. He lost both, continues to sail forward, slightly longer, as if defiant to the flames and the storm. I didn't know them well, Black Rabbit says, looking at everyone. But they were both there for me when it mattered most as you said thank you for those words everyone watched a tear fall down her face which she quickly hides with her long hair and turns away well uh it's never comfortable to see uh, a friend lost in uh, in the combat, uh, Eloth or 
Diefrost. It's, it's sad to see. It's uh, these were both people that I had the opportunity to fight next to. Whether it was uh, Eloth throwing me off the back of a boat with uh, out a moment's notice, or Diefrost having my back when we are fighting something that is clearly out of my uh, reach. It is. Um, it'll be sad to not have them around, but I am also happy that they are further away from the potential danger that we are willing to put ourselves into. It may turn out that uh, this death is more suiting than the ones we may be going into. I didn't know Eloth that well, but uh, from my first interactions with uh, Dead Frost, we were always kind of at each other's odds like brother and sister. Always trying to compete to see who would get the upper hand and be sad to see him go. Goldnax looks towards Eloth's boat. She goes into prayer. Eloth, worst of the masses you climb. From magma rivers you crawled burnt, bloody, and broken. Your heart settles on black glass and you climb. Through the ash, out of the sewers, and onto the cobblestone streets you climb. Your welcome to this world is met with disdain. Only your desire for something better to prove your worth amongst men, you climb. Something missing deep in your bitter heart, you climb. Master yourself, they tell you, and you climb. Teachers and prophets all turn their backs, and you climb. You stood knowing who you are, Eloth, a tiefling amongst gods, you soar. Your burning embers extinguished much too soon, you will be missed, Eloth. Golden Axe.